Welcome back, everybody, to Simpsons Season 2, Episode 21, Three Men and a Comic Book, and throwing it over to Nick. It stinks, it stinks, it stinks. Yes, Mr. Sherman, everything stinks. Yeah, so that was Mr. Well, you kind of gave it away in the dialogue. Who it was? <laughs> a little bit. It's was, it was hard for me to mess that one up, which is uh, which is good because uh, we haven't done this in a while. I know this feels really weird. Like I don't even live in the same the same city that uh, uh, I'm, I'm like closer to you now, but we're still not doing it in person. But like we we we're still kind of kind of closer. Maybe ten, ten minute drive actually. Yeah. yeah, maybe that'll lead to like a better uh, connection. Maybe we'll have even better dialogue as we go through this episode. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we're doing this again. And uh, for someone that was just watching and doesn't know the difference of when we were on hiatus or not, uh, yeah, welcome. This new episode. And for those of you that uh, have been wondering where the episodes are, uh, Nick was moving. He was doing life stuff. Yeah, all that fun stuff of packing boxes and dealing with stupid crap from you know previous uh, buildings and. Uh, moving your stuff, not too fun. And, and I don't know, maybe this dialogue won't be as good considering the uh, major just kind of blank pause that happened in there. So maybe um, we do have to... <laughs> we do maybe have we... some muscles that have not been worked in a bit. We got some rust uh, yeah. in it. But um, yeah, we back. We back indeed we back. with uh, Three Men and a Comic Book. We're getting close to the end here of season two. Uh, and there's a reason um, why I picked... Uh, Jay Sherman off the top there uh, for my little cold open intro. And that is because, um, well, because, you know, we're back. So let's talk about some of the best returns that have happened in uh, in Simpsons history. I got three off the top of my head, Shane. I was kind of thinking of uh, for this episode. Yep. So uh, Jay is one of them. I love that little cutaway where he's in the mental hospital and he's just yelling at stinks when Homer uh, is walking past. Um, Frederick Tatum. The fact that he went from basically kind of like a background character in an episode to uh, the whole match with Homer. Uh, that was right. uh, brilliant. Yeah. And how he became more and more like basically uh, Mike Tyson uh, and Lucia Sweet as Don King. That was fantastic. Great one. And then uh, there's actually a later, I don't know if you, well, maybe you want to call it later. It's a 2000s episode anyways. Ooh. It's, uh, it's uh, Artie Ziff when he loses all his money and it turns out he's living in the Simpsons attic. Um, that's one <laughs> of the episodes that I... I don't mind from the, the, the 2000s that I can clearly remember. So those are kind of my big returns. Who you got for your uh, your favorite returns? Uh, all those are good. Uh, I forgot about the the one in the hospital, actually. Um, so number one for me is Unky Herb. He comes back. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah does the Maggie uh, talk device. You know, he gets his money back. Um, so, yeah, I, I would honestly like for him to come back again. I would watch that. Uh, number, number two would be Bill. Bill comes back quite a bit as a side character. Um, I especially like his Christmas episodes. Bill. Yeah. Wait a minute. Bill. Bill. Who the hell is Bill? Uh, oh, sorry. A uh, Gil. Sorry. Gil. Oh, Gil. Gil. Sorry. <laughs> oh Gil. man, we're rusty. 
Oh yeah, man, I'm that. racking my brain. All I can think of was Bill from King of the Hill. I'm 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 racking my brain going through like a flip book oh, damn trying to Bill. figure out all of this the Simpsons characters. Who the, who the hell is Bill? Bill, you're not a side character on the Simpsons. Um <laughs> Yeah, Gil. Yeah. I especially enjoy his two uh Christmas episodes. Um mm-hmm. It's always depressingly funny whenever Bill I mean Gil. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. Uh, I think yeah. yeah. Uh and then uh Sideshow Bob. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, someone that started off as a background, way, way, way background character and has come back multiple times. Uh most episodes are really decent too. Yeah, I think the the cool thing about Sideshow Bob is that Kelsey Grammer kind of brought a life to the character. I don't know if it was because of Kelsey specifically, but he was still able to do so. They brought a kind of a life to this character that has so many different avenues you could go down. Like, oh, he was in prison. Well, he hooks up with somebody through a pen pal program. Oh, he, you know, he he's hardcore right wing. Well, he's going to run. Uh, he's going to have like a political run. And there are all sorts of different things that they could do with Sideshow Bob. And they pulled it off uh, very, very well. The Cape Fear parody. Lots mm-hmm. of great stuff. So, yeah, that that definitely uh, that definitely ticks it off. We need um, Bob to get into NFTs and crypto. Oh, God. No, don't where this is this is an NFT crypto free space. We're in the comfortable. You definitely do that. Yeah. He would, but I don't want to talk about it because we're in this comfortable right now. <laughs> we're yeah. in a nostalgia bubble. It's we're we're getting it's our true. mindset to go back to the spring of nineteen ninety one. Um when this episode there. Actually before we get into the episode though, uh at our Twitter page at Simpsons underscore E B E before, because this is being recorded in November, in the long ago days of October. When our last episode uh, came out, I put a poll up saying, what is the best treehouse of horror uh, of all time? Now, I gave four of my own personal favorites as the options. So there was uh, number three, which is, of course, the, the Frogert. Uh, number five with the Shinning. Uh, number seven with uh, Kang and Klotos as Clinton and Bob Dole. And number 12 with one of my favorite random ass characters of all time, the Barfing Frog Prince. Uh, can you guess which one took the championship? Hmm. Frogert. No, it was actually Trios of Horror 5 with the Shinning. 58.1% of the vote. Uh, Frogert, not, pretty good turnout. 34.9% uh, said Frogert was the top. A couple of responses. Um, at Rebel Gen Air said, if we're talking full episodes in Treehouse of Horror 6, gets her highest rewatchability, uh, especially because of the uh, Homer Cubed um, segment. Mm, which Homer Cubed know, was good. Yeah, that was groundbreaking for, for time, a cartoon. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, at Moby underscore Kenobi says trios of horror five is the best and will die on that hill. And you know, that is a, that is a great one. That I'm a force be with one. him. Yeah. Uh, her actually her. Yes. I'm a force um, be with her at Leela B. Curly says uh, pretty partial to trios of horror three, especially the zombie story. Uh, you shot zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. Of course. That's, that's probably one of my favorite lines ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at Dr. Evil of Crypto. Hey, we are talking about crypto. Look at that. Uh, oh, uh, well, he says, brought it up. Yeah. There we go. Says seasons five through nine had the best consecutive Treehouse episodes. And that's, you know, that's the golden age right there, right? So mm, that's um, yeah. that's pretty obvious. And yes, uh, at for Andy, one, though, broke the rules. He did. He broke the rules. It's because he's into greasy crypto. And uh, at Animated TV Blog, they went through a whole list of them. Uh, so give them a give them a check. Uh, they went through all of the Treehouse of Horror episodes and segments. But yeah, shinning taking uh the victory Want to be sued yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah. willie is just such a great character to use in trios of horror that the yeah. whole episode's fantastic and yeah him, especially uh, um yeah, yeah the, Shin- the fact that he gets killed in every single segment with an axe to the back 
great running gag uh, throughout that episode. It'll be, it'll be fun to tackle that when the time comes. Um, but you know what? Let's get into um, three men and a comic book. Um, I have pretty fond memories of this because uh, it wasn't with comic books, but it was actually with um, uh, like hockey figures and stuff like that, that my friends and I, we would kind of share when we were around this age, like Bart's age, nine, 10, 11. Uh, and you know, there were always ones that you want kind of more than the other. So I, this kind of has like a, a bit of a personal warm kind of nostalgic feeling for me in that sense. Um, and uh, this episode has one of my, favorite moments and I have a feeling it might be my favorite moment of season two. We'll see if it ends up being yours as well uh, in this episode, kind of a one-off joke uh, that is pretty good. So my pre-rating here uh, for three men in a comic book, I'm going to go in with uh, a 7.7. 7.7. That's very high for you. Um, gosh, uh, I'm going to be a little more conservative and go in with a 7.2. That is the second straight episode that you've gone in with a 7.2 and also the second straight episode. This is a first uh, consecutive episodes that I have given a higher pre-rating than you have. I think this one, I have a feeling that after this watch through, it's going to come down for me. I think I'm a little bit more uh, thinking a little bit more, I guess, warmly about this episode Mm -hmm. because of those kind of connections and remember, you know, being maybe jealous over a friend uh, having, it could have been Pokemon cards or sure. Digimon or something like that, whatever it happened to be. So I'm kind of connecting that in my mind. So we'll see if it's actually as good um, as I remember it. But hey, that's the entire point of the show, right? It, indeed it is. I guess we should get started. Let's get started. I, well, you haven't watched in a while. I'm looking forward to watching. Let's go. So I told you we were going back to the comfy nostalgia of the spring of 1991, May 9th, 1991, to be exact. Uh, I'm going to ask you my random on this day in history type of question. Mm-hmm. So here we go. It's it's a music one. You've done pretty pretty poorly at the music one. So let's see pretty if you can rock poorly. this one uh, Top song in Canada on May 9th, 1991. Um, is it? It's got to be a pop song, no? Or is it country? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a pop song. Yeah, it should be. Hmm. For whatever, whatever reason, my brain went to Shania Twain. A little early for Shania. It was yeah, uh, nice actually the song Joystick by Roxette. You ever heard of them? No, but that's either an innuendo for something or about an arcade. Yeah, I'm going to go with innuendo. Yeah, like probably. It. Uh, and Roxette. I'm pretty sure that one of them Swedish groups that came out around that time. Remember, it was like them and uh, Ace of Base. Right. Uh, yeah. Couch gag is this fall over, and the chalkboard gag was I will not show off. Yeah, kind of uh, meh. Black luster. Yeah. Meh. Hurry, Mom, if we don't get to the convention soon. Uh, have party, you been to uh, Comic Con or anything? Um. No. You used to live right next to where they had Fan Expo. Yeah, I, I did. And I didn't go ever because some of those people, like, it gets kind of. They do Smelly. Like. Richie I'm gonna say greasy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it looks it's, it's kind of greasy. I always I like how they point out that Casper does look like Richie Rich. It's true. Oh yeah, they used to reuse drawings and animations all the time. Yeah, look, he knocks the guy into the sun and says, "Hot enough for ya?" 
Do you have a favorite comic book character? No, I was never really into comic books. Too bad we didn't I, uh, come dressed as popular cartoon characters. This looks like a discount for. Uh, yeah, I like. Uh, oh, there's a guy, a little guy's a little crusty. And there's our first appearance of, and only appearance of Bartman. Who are you supposed to be? Yeah, except for the games. Never heard of him. Full price. Man, I love Mary Quimby's voice. Reminds me so much of Dougie now. Listen, folks. Oh, Doug Ford, Ontario. Yeah. yeah. Um, he kind of has the same like cadence, the way he talks. Yeah. But, like he's. This is basically a really crappy John F. Kennedy impression. Yeah. That's radioactive man, Stand corrected. Well, have fun. you ever dressed up as a Comic-Con? No, it's on the list, though. I want to do, uh... I feel like I'd make a good Doug. I keep saying that. I've been saying that for years, but I'd make a great Doug. Or, uh... Yeah. I do watch a lot of anime, so yeah, that those conventions... If COVID wasn't such a thing, I'd probably be more inclined to go. I, um... I have to. I have to say, you're right. If you've ever wondered what Shane looks like, if you ever picture the old cartoon comic book character Doug, um, oh, he was in a comic book character, the cartoon character. Yeah, Doug. yeah. Shane looks like Doug. Or the bag. I, the bag I embrace guy. it. Yeah. Yeah. So Doug just doesn't have a beard. If I shave my beard, then I'm Doug. Right. <laughs> smoke. Good throwback to fifties TV. Fallout boy. Cigarettes dominated everything. <laughs> the earth is. The earth, the stringed earth has exploded. Can he still save the earth? You know, kids, I'm sure we'd all like to remember actor Dirk Richter for his portrayal of Radioactive Man. And not the sordid details of his final years. So let's keep the questions tasteful, okay? Now, how about a big welcome for Buddy Fallout Boy Hodges? <laughs> Any questions? When Radioactive Man got injected with shrinking serum in issue 234, how come his costume shrinks too? I am sure I don't know. <laughs> but I did just finish playing Rum Tum Tugger in the second national touring company of cats. Anybody see it? Oh, 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 oh. I love, oh, uh... Oh, boy. Oh, the details yeah, of like. Do you think uh, the ghost of Dirk Richter haunts the bordello where his bullet <laughs> body was found? Um, Millhouse have it's Dirk like me with Richter hockey stuff. Can't you little vultures leave him alone? <laughs> From videos I've seen, that's pretty much how uh, Q and A goes. It's imaginary tale where radioactive man marries larva girl. Wow, number nine. That's before Fall Out Boy became his war. I can't hear the name Fall Out Boy without thinking of the band. Yeah, it's one of those weird things where the inspiration, like the thing that inspired it, becomes overshadowed by the new thing. I did a really poor job explaining that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's all good. It is my life. Also, when he opens that case and shows Radioactive Man number one, I can't help but think of when Homer buys Spider-Man number one and eats it in front of him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I thought you were going to say Pulp Fiction when every time oh. they open it up. 
for Marcellus's case and, and the gold so and everyone gets mesmerized by it. Guess what? For a dollar, a man sold me 35 Caspers and a dozen Lois Lane. Oh, I never knew what Superman saw in her. Did Lois Lane actually have a uh, cartoon? Uh, you know what? I don't know enough to say yes or no to that. Like, what would it be about? Like, her kind of like going through her day, going to work and stuff while Superman is saving people and she's just like buying Frankenberry? If Disney owned Superman, there would definitely be a show about Lois Lane just doing office stuff. Like yeah, right, like they did that with Marvel. I need a hundred dollars for a comic book. Yeah, so it, it, it would be shows. like a, it'd be like The Office, like a really crappier version of The Office. Yeah, and then like Superman comes by every once in a while as Ken. I love this ongoing joke of kids just annoying the crap out of their parents to get what they want because it's definitely what kids do. Yeah, second time this season we have it. After uh, the employees just smoking. <laughs> he's got he's got the grease stain on him, yeah. the greasy mustache, dirty ponytail, hacking a boot. Staring him down. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I don't know if I ever noticed him in the background before. I wonder if any other parent had done that before. Like what Homer did and kind of countering Bart. You gotta go. Gotta get crazier. Like how they can't call it Easy Bake Oven, so it's a child-sized electric light bulb oven. <laughs> I can't believe there's a show now where there's like baking competitions based off what people can make in an easy bake oven. Yeah, that sounds like uh, something you'd watch high. Yeah. Or if you really like baking. I like um, I like how Patty and Selma's voices were like actually kind of normal before they started hacking boons. Yeah. The big day finally came, and because I'd worked for it, all those light bulb warm treats always tasted extra good. So maybe a part-time job is the answer. Oh, Mom, I couldn't ask you to do that. You're already taking care of Maggie, and Lisa is such a handful. She means you should get a job, stupid. <laughs> Me? Get a job? Were they <laughs> I love serious? That. I didn't realize it at the time, but a little piece of my childhood had slipped away. Forever. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say it, and neither did I, but... What does this dialogue remind you of? For me, I know it's based off, the, I think, the Wonder Years, but for me, it reminds me of a Christmas story. Yeah? Like, like, oh, I could see that, yeah. Uh, I just got a new couch, and there's nothing... I hope there's no crud in it, though, with two dirty hound dogs. You never really know. Would you like to deposit the bread from the It's their couch now. No, not today. I need the dime. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. Everything is theirs. If it smells like them, it's theirs. Uh, so that uh, reminded me of Stand By Me. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Let the good times roll. This is so humiliating. I know a guy who used to operate a lemonade stand, and he would always, like, he originally started where he did give the money to charity, and then it started getting less and less, and then he just kept it. <laughs> like a true corporation. Yep. Did you ever uh, try to do the the lemonade on the side of the street? No? No. Uh, we did Kool-Aid for like an hour or two. I think we had like two or three customers, and they were all our like parents. See, so, yeah, and the entrepreneur of Bart, he's he's he is a smart guy, but in like a carny way. The fact that he's uh, 
grabbing Homer's beer to sell? Like, that's genius. Bribing the police officers? Like, he's he's born to be a carny. Yeah, and he didn't pay for that beer, so it's perfect. Free beer, he can't yet. Have you tried the, uh, the Duft beer energy drink? That exists? Yeah, I tried it years ago. I think you can just straight up buy it online. Oh, I bet that tastes like butt, doesn't it? Yeah, but the container looks cool. Does, wait, does it have alcohol in it? Or is it just no, energy? it's oh, energy shit. drink. It's arguably worse for you than if you were to drink a beer. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. Yeah. We got all sorts of taurine in it and stuff. Yeah, stuff you just don't need. This is uh, Cloris Leachman doing the voice here, Mrs. Glick. The voice would change later. But Cloris Leachman is, uh, she's like the old uh, crazy grandma in uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yeah, I never finished Malcolm in the Middle, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Asa. I, I love, I know there's another Asa that's part of the Flying Hellfish, but like that is, hold on to a grenade too long. I love these flashbacks. Special delivery from Uncle Sam and all the boys in D Company. Yeah, Johnny, Harrison. Brooklyn Bob and Reggie. Yeah, even Reggie. He ain't so stuck up. Oh, man. But doesn't the doesn't a grenade only explode if you let your finger off? Even if you pull yes. the pin, you have to. Have so <laughs> that's still a good. But I, I'm not an expert, but if you pull the pin and then you hold it and the enough time goes by, as soon as you release it, it'll just go. No, maybe I'm, I'm or, no, or maybe it's you pull the pin and then as soon as you release, you have time. I have no idea. I like the ribbon. I'm going grenade. <laughs> No, I haven't either. I, uh, that's, that's definitely not one of my things that I've come close to doing. I like how, though, that Bart, like, picked the, the great ribbon candy joke that all old people have ribbon candy. And it's, yeah. I wonder, I'm probably thinking way too into this, like the idiot comic book nerds, but when he grabs a thing and, like, the, all of the candy come out and, uh, in Mrs. Quick's candy bowl. Remember, she does sell the candy bowl at the, at the rummage fair, $90. I wonder if that's the same candy bowl. Liver pills, aspirin, and then what are those little circular things? Uh, I don't know. No, for me it was uh, hydrogen peroxide. What did Bart do though? That like I know it, like, it was a pretty weedy backyard, but like, is he just stupid? Why is his face all? <laughs> oh, his face should not be cut up. Yeah. His hands, on the other hand, uh, if you—that might make sense. Yeah. If you're grabbing really prickly weeds, then they'll catch up. Today we wash Beulah. You know what that is? Some old lady thing nobody's heard about for fifty years. No, it was my wedding dress. But then I dyed it black. And it became my Gosh, I forgot about this Great part. Story, like that voice is pretty creepy. Yeah, honestly, I think it suits the character. It does. Good job. Shout out Cloris Leachman, late great Cloris Leachman. Last night, I dreamed I held you in my arms. <laughs> no, no, not the iodine. Burn the germs off with the torch. Amputate my arm, but not the... <laughs> Nice visual. That's creepy. That scared me when I was a kid. I do remember that. I thought that yeah. she, I didn't. Under, I didn't really understand what it was. So um, I thought that she was like putting something really like intentionally hurting him. I didn't really get it. You know, I've told a lot to my girlfriends about you, and they have chores too. Two quarters, Bart. You didn't say thank you. Listen, lady. 
I can leave without screaming, and I can leave without saying a bad word. But there is no way that I am saying thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, then. They did kind of a similar thing, not with the grandma character, but with a different old lady character, Malcolm in the Middle. And Malcolm has to go work for her. I wonder if they got the idea from this. Somebody ought to move. What's your problem, boy? I've been busting my hump all week for that withered old clam, and all I got. Moon pies are also disgusting. Hey, when I was your age, fifty cents was a lot of money. Really? Dad, I've done everything I could, and I've only got thirty-five bucks. Solid mistrust. I am through with working. Working is for chumps. Son, I'm proud of you. I was twice your age before I figured that out. Is there something as a kid you really wanted and you saved up for, like a Radioactive Man number one comic, but something that you really uh, wanted? Maybe a video game or like a new thing, like a new hockey stick or something like that, like a specific kind that I wanted or something. Mm -hmm. Fair. I don't know if... Oh, no, there were, there were a couple of Yu-Gi-Oh cards when I was around 11 or 12. That you really wanted, yeah. Yeah, I had like the red eyes blue dragon or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Red eyes black black eyes. One of them yeah, eyes was, and those Joey's. Yeah, yeah. I ain't getting off the stool. Who? Uh, Joey from the show. That was his. Wait a minute, Martin. If you. I don't remember the characters in the show except for the regular guy. So was he Joey? <laughs> no. What the hell was his name? He was Yu Gi Oh's friend. What was Yu Gi Oh's name? Uh, well, was, what was it? Yu Gi Oh, uh, Yu Gi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Literally named Yu Gi. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. Nice little foreshadowing with the clouds gathering above. Right, but then how do you share it? That's exactly. Like, I remember making a deal. I remember, yeah, second grade, it was with Pokemon cards. And it, it wasn't my one of my cards that got stolen, but somebody stole somebody else's that we were kind of, like, sharing. Which is kind of stupid, because it's like you're literally babysitting a piece of cardboard. Like, if you're not playing with anybody, then what's the point? And, yeah, one of them got stolen, and then Pokemon cards were banned from being brought to school. Because, uh, like, they went to the principal and everything. Good lord! Joke! An A-bomb! <laughs> what a great origin story. And also, no one steal Pokemon cards. Bad. No, don't steal Pokemon cards. This is actually more plausible, like this origin story of Radioactive Man, is more plausible than when it's in that stupid fourth Indiana Jones when he survives oh, the A-bomb test in the fridge. 100%. But Nick, the fridge was coated in lead. Yeah. That's right. But... Flying yeah. 300 feet yeah. and landing in a fridge didn't kill him. I went to see that with a bunch of high school friends. We were so hyped to see that, and it was a real disappointment. Oh, it was so ass. Crystal Skull was... Uh, they're making another one, by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm sure it will be great. It can't be any worse than Crystal Skull. It can't be. Um, well, okay, I'll hold you to that. Okay, we'll make a bet on that one. We'll see. Maybe we'll have to do a one-off review of the Indiana Jones 5. See, this is always going to happen if you if you go in together on something. Yeah. Nobody, you're not going to be able to find a perfect, especially if there's three people. Especially something like a book, it's hard to really share. I guess whoever paid more should read first. That's how I would solve it, and then so forth and so forth. If they all, if they all read or they all paid equal amounts, they should just flip a coin. Who gets to read it first? 
That would make a lot more sense. Unless they've all read it already and then they just want it because it's like a collectible nostalgia thing. I yeah. understand and, that. And the thing is, it's like, somebody's, what if they kept it when they get older? Like somebody's going to try to steal it and sell it for their own. Probably Bart. It's going to be a hellfish thing all over again. They should put in like some sort of lock. I want to read it again. Nice try, mister. What, uh, what is this parodying again, kind of? When everyone turns, is it Lord of the Flies? Or is that... There's like a lot of Lord of the Flies stuff in this show. Yeah, this is a little bit Lord of the Flies. Yeah, and the fact that they just turn on each other and... I thought there was a little bit more to this, a little more to this, like it, it like it dragged on over um, days. It wasn't just like this one night that they're camping up in the trios. I thought I, I could have sworn there was more lead up, but clearly I'm misremembering. Mm. It's not a bad episode. No, this has been this has been good. It's been entertaining. I like the Bart working for Mrs. Click so far. This this and the animation on this, like the the uh, yeah, the lighting's good. Yeah. yeah, the lighting, the the, the, the resentment that they can, uh, they have of just their eyes telling that story. Very good, very good. Okay, I'll go first. Ah, so that's your little game. Let old Bart get nice yeah, and paranoia and sets in. his back is turned, wham! Well, it is not gonna happen, see? You're going crazy, Bart. I'm telling your mom. Hey, Martin, tell him what we do with squealers. <laughs> I don't know. Is it worse than what you do with people that have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> you can't stop me. The hell I can't. Oh, I'm glad I didn't use the brick. This <laughs> It's really coming down. <laughs> oh, Did yeah. you check on the boys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great bit. They're fine. Fantastic. Homer in the rarely seen rumpus room of the uh, house. Like, why is he up there? Is he is he up there literally so he can watch uh, on the the kids if need yeah, be? Yeah, that's it. Like, when has he watched the TV from there before? <laughs> why is he in there? Yeah. They're, yeah. Nah, they're fine. <laughs> it was worth it for the bit. It's not that far to the ground. Yeah. Fantastic. Bart's kind of right. If Milhouse fell from that height, he'd, he'd probably be fine. Uh, yeah, he'd probably have a bruised bone. Though they do make it look like the treehouse is like 30 feet in the air. Mm, true. Yeah, I forgot Milhouse just wanted... He just wanted his poor Carl Yastrzemski card. You know who that is, Shane? No. For a million dollars, if you had to guess, you had one guess to guess what team he played for, would you know? Would I, would I know for sure? Or no. not know, but could you guess it? I'll give you I one guess. I'll give you one guess. Uh. Uh. Gosh. I am not a baseball person. Boys, you better come in the house. You don't want to get the sniffles. Uh. I actually kind of want to get it right. I'm not Googling it, by the way. I'm just thinking of all the baseball teams I know, and it's not a lot. It's probably uh, one Red of Sox, I don't know. It is, it is. It actually is the Red Sox. It is not. It, no, it actually is. All right, you know my e-transfer account. You nice can done, pay yeah. out $10 every week, and you'll, you'll eventually get there. I also like how Marge had imitation. Oh, yes, Homer didn't roll the windows up. Oh, my yeah. dad used to do that all the time. Um, but yeah, the fact that Marge had imitation marshmallows. And now it's all gone. 
We ended up with nothing because the three of us can't share. That is a life hack, though. You just put a marshmallow, uh, take a graham cracker, piece of chocolate, put it on a plate, put a marshmallow on top, put it in the microwave for like well, 10 seconds, got the s'mores. world is safe again. But There's your homemade marshmallow tip. Shane's and uh, each episode cooking tip. Yes, every episode I will give a cooking tip. No. Good, good. Good stuff with the, with this, this one. This was a good episode. It had, like, yeah. stuff I was interested in, like comic books and, you know, like good references and funny gags. Yeah, this is one of those episode. rare episodes where I feel as if we went on kind of tangents about other things, but I was still kind of engrossed in the story, and it was just because of things that were, like, as it was going on, things that were... Um, Relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, the questions was... weren't completely off-center. They were, like, to do what was going on, so... Yeah, they. It was. Yeah, it was more so kind of going into our own personal nostalgia, and I'm. I'm gonna go down with my rating a bit. I'm gonna go 7.5, um, which is just slightly down from a 7.7. But because it brought up so many of those warm feelings um, and those those good memories, um, that kind of helped out. Uh, some good gags, um, even just little things like the guy in the background, a crusty burger hacking the food, <laughs> the cash register. Marge's yeah. imitation marshmallows, Homer leaving the windows down and the car gets soaked. Um, yeah. yeah, there was there was some good stuff. A lot of good things that I forgot about. So a very solid episode overall. What are you what, going with? Uh, so I'm going to, you know, I'm not, I liked it. Um, I'm going to go 7.3. I thought 3. it was a solid episode. Yeah. A slight, a slight bump up. Um, same kind of reasons. Yeah. Like I have really no issue with it. It's just not, um, like a super standout episode. Yeah, but it's I, good. I, I would it say it's good. Uh, it is. It's good. It's not a classic, but it's good. I, I think that's kind of a fair grade um, for this one. It's one of the better overall Bart storylines too of the first um, couple of seasons or first two seasons, anyways, because it kind of um, like some of the times I think you'd almost forget that Bart's ten, and this is something that a ten-year-old would do. Um, yeah, they're not thinking ahead. Like they should have never split on that to begin with. But yeah. yeah. That was, uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. What was your uh, favorite gag? Oh, hands down, they're fine. Uh, that, yeah, I, I, I love that, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is, yeah. uh, that is just great because that is typical Homer that like, he's probably ticked off that Marge has asked him to go upstairs and sit in the rumpus room on the stupid mm-hmm. little beanbag chair and watch the tiny TV because the kids are sleeping in the treehouse. <laughs> and he probably didn't, he, he's, he doesn't even register really what's going on. So that, ah, yeah, they're fine fantastic it just totally works with homer's character <laughs> yeah um yeah so funny i'm so glad they put him up stairs just for that gag <laughs> yes yes that uh that definitely made the last arc it kind of added a little bit because the last arc's kind of serious like the uh the, the tension between martin milhouse and bart so that kind of uh helped out with a little bit more humor into that final arc of the episode good stuff overall and now it's time for everyone's uh favorite time but you didn't miss this during our hiatus good old fashion plug time yeah it's been a bit but please follow us on twitter at simpsons underscore ebe that's the best way to interact with us uh nick is always doing some cool stuff and polls and interacting with uh with everyone so please check us out there uh also you know whatever platform you're listening to us on if you rate us or subscribe to us uh that would be great help support the show and if you really want to support the show with there is a buy me a coffee link which is just you know a way you could throw a couple bucks to nick and i and we'll use it for like i don't know beverages or whatever or you could 
do none of that and you're going to get two <laughs> episodes are we going to make it every friday you know we kind of broke that promise but we're going to try to get back on track but uh yeah two new episodes every friday hopefully for him here going out yeah we should we should be able to i don't foresee another move in my forecast anytime soon and um like maybe we'll go to iowa for like a road trip or something like that um and see all the good spots in uh, in ames and des moines those are the only two cities I know in Iowa. Shout out to Iowa, though. As always. Yep, shout out to Iowa. Yeah, yep. shout out to Iowa. Uh, Shane's right, though. We're just doing this for fun. So, um, and our love of The Simpsons. There will be uh, two new episodes as long as we so we stick to the swing of things. Um, I'm I, Now I get to challenge you, too, for the end of episode, whatever you're going to play oh, us out yes. with. Yeah, and uh, this is going to be weird. So this is, rec- well, maybe not weird, but, you know, it is weird because it's, it's oddly specific. Um, it is uh, mid-November as we're recording this episode mm-hmm. right now give me something that will remind myself and our listeners of mid-november fair enough just like real crappy it's all it's not quite christmas time yet nope. um and the, the it's dark out earlier but like it's not you can't really get into the christmas swing of things you're stuck in that middle it's like february essentially it's not quite spring yeah we're on the uh, cusp just, of holiday uh joyous but exactly. uh, yeah now it's just it's dark and cold right now all right so give me <laughs> give us something that reminds us uh, of the joy that mid November brings. So we'll see what Shane has for you. And then, uh, Hey, we're going to be wrapping up season two with the next episode. So we'll catch you soon. Thanks for listening. Don't hurt me. Here's my wallet. Hi, <laughs> diddly ho. Shoots in boots. <gasps> Flanders. That suits a little revealing, isn't it? Well, it allows for maximum mobility. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Quit it! Must wash eyes! Uh oh. Okay, don't panic. Remember what the instructor said. If you ever get into trouble, all you need to do is. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all! Stupid sexy Flanders!